Yo guys, welcome back to a new episode of The Trainer Lounge. We've got a stacked episode coming up for you with loads of topics such as the main series, news and rumours, a little bit of trivia and much, much more. We hope you enjoy the episode and have a great day. Peace. Yo, what's going on guys? It's episode 32 and welcome back to The Trainer Lounge. I am your host, Flubberdash, and today I'm joined by my beautiful and gorgeous wifey and co-host, Mrs. T. VV. Well, just TV, but you wanted to say the T. I just wanted to say that I love you, innit? I love you too. Yay. So, it's, it's a big week. Uh, it's a big podcast, actually, because Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl are finally out, baby. Woohoo! So... I was always um, excited to see how T would react to the game. So you got it late Friday when you came to mine, right? I did, yes. About was it eightish? About yeah, it was about it's about it's about eight. Um, went to the shop and that first before you played it, but you've played it now um, yeah. since Friday. Um, first of all, I want to get your first impressions on talk about the game. I'm actually enjoying it because I've never played the games before. So, obviously, this remake, whilst it's a remake for me, it's a new game. Um, You know, I don't know the story. I've kept off social media, so I didn't have any spoilers. I've blocked out... If I have seen anything, I've blocked out all the negative stuff. Hashtag Flubberdosh. No, not just you, like, uh, (laughs) Centro Leaks, you bastard. Um, Like, putting these things out, like, you know, it's just a... Carbo, what is it? Carbon, 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 carbon copy. Carbon copy of old games, and I'm like, you know what? For me, it's not. It's an original. Like, but it's not. You know what I mean? It's not an original, but for me, it's like, yeah, I've never played it before. So, put the game on, took the piss because I had to delete some games because I didn't have enough storage. (laughs) So, uh, that kind of fueled some fire in me, and then finally loaded the game. Was like, okay, let's get ready. Picked my starter. Who'd you go with? I went with Turtwig. Turtwig, okay. And I'm pretty sure on one of the podcast episodes before, I said that I was going to have Turtwig. You said you were having Piplup. And I believe Onesie was having Chimchar. Possibly. We all went different. But who knows what he went with in the end. Um, Yeah, I think that would have been the case. Because I'm sure Onesie said, well, that means I've got to go for this one then. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. So, um... I'm actually enjoying it. I've only got to the fourth gym. Like, literally, I was playing it, and then, like, I could feel my eyes going. And although I'm enjoying the game, I needed to sleep. We've played we've played it to exhaustion the last two days, haven't we? Yeah. Each night, we've just gotten to the point where we're just like, yo, we, we need to sleep. Got, <laughs> I've got to the fourth gym because um, I started in the, um, the underground base. So I spent a bit of time getting Pokemon that I hadn't got. From up top, up yeah. north. Right, so let's relax a sec. Let's relax. Let's break this into segments, right? Because I want to go in the underground in a second. So I think that's quite a big, important part. Um, I know the main thing every, everyone is waiting is, what does Flubberdash think? Flubberdash, you've been fucking hating on this game um, pretty much since all the leaks come out. You've been slating the game for it not being as good as it could be. What is your opinion, Flubberdash, on the new games? Okay, look, listen. I've said numerous times if I would love any Pokemon game. I've always said that. I've always said I will play any Pokemon game. I will enjoy my time with it, and this is no exception. Now, does the game have problems? Yes, it does. The game does. However, I want to say it came out Friday, and... And I, I started playing it from about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Hashtag, I'll wait till T comes over to continue I'll, the game. I'll go into that in a second. So, it came out Friday. I played from 2pm in the afternoon. And I've currently already racked up 24 hours on the game. Um, which is like pretty much 12 hours every day of straight Pokemon. Um, oh yeah, I already saw it. I saw AJ's first shiny. The bastard got a fucking bidoof. Um, so... My opinion overall in the game, um, I've got to I've got to the eighth gym. No, I've got to the seventh gym. Yeah, that's nuts. 
you I I got I went to sleep and I could still hear you playing the game. I was like, yeah, he's not he's not going to sleep the, yet. The reason why and it's I'm not rushing the reason why I want to rush is because I want to get a proper review out for the people listening. I want people to full because it's hard to get a full opinion until I've played the entire game. But right now, my first impression is it's 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 a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Um, I have not put the game down. I'm having a load of fun with it. Um, first of all, what do you think of the music? I like the music. Oh. The, like the music. It's fucking good, isn't it? It's one of the good things in the game. Well, no, not just one. Yeah, one of the good things. There's more good things. Yeah. The music, the battle music, the calming like melody as well. You were somewhere and it was proper calming and chilled. I think it was like dun 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 And then when yeah. you went into the haunted place. Oh bro, that, that haunted mansion is absolutely scary. For those that don't know it's uh, I think it's the Eterna mansion in the in Eterna Forest. Oh that place is absolutely terrifying. Um Yeah, the the games because we're kinda of all over the shop we're talking about it, but like I wanna state these games are really fun. Um, I, I really am going to get a lot of hours out of them. Most of that will probably be Shiny Hunter, which we'll go over in a little bit, because um, we've got an article here that talks about Shiny Hunt. I'm pretty sure I knew the odds anyway, but um, we're pretty much getting confirmation. Obviously, as more people play the game, we'll get more of an understanding to what the Shiny odds are, because we don't really know until more people have tested it, if there's any methods or whatnot. So that stuff can be mad. But, um, how are you finding the difficulty so far? Um, I don't find it too difficult. I mean, I struggled a little bit with the second gym. The second that was... gym? That third gym, weren't it? With the Lucario? Yeah, third gym, but that was purely because I hadn't um, levelled up my team. Yeah, under-leveled, right? Yeah. Um... She went in the mood of me because she couldn't do it, and I was like, babe, your Pokemon under-leveled. And she's like, well, fine then. <laughs> no, because you said you've been skipping... Um, no, no, I've training. Not, I've, I've skipped no trainers. I no, said, you said that I had skipped trainers, and I was like, no, I haven't. No, like I've battled every trainer that I, that I've come across. But then I went to a section where I'd been before, but skipped, and I went and battled those. So yeah. So then I went and quietly completed the gym by myself, and did, did the jigsaw by myself. You've also done fourth gym, right? I've done fourth gym. Fourth gym was easy. Fourth gym was easy, man. Like. I never um, even lost any more Pokemon, and I never had to switch out. So far for me, the challenging gyms um, have been gym three. No, gym two actually. Some people will laugh. Um, I pick people up, so and and I don't have a fire type. Um, I, I did have Staravia, but ironically enough, as I've said to everyone, one of my main Pokemon is Bidoof. People thought I was joking. I have a Bidoof on my team, a level forty nine Bidoof, by the way on my team um i absolutely love him he's amazing he, he uh he stayed alive in the second gym everyone else uh got ko'd and it was my bidoof who got the win um he got twatted in the third gym because it's a fighting type but um i'm having a lot of fun the, the uh long story cut short is the game are the games are a lot of fun are they the best pokemon games ever made in my opinion I can't rank them yet until I've fully played the game. And what I am enjoying, though, is I'm taking my time. I'm not. I would have completed the game if I was rushing it, but I'm also catching every single Pokemon I can find and evolving every single Pokemon I can find. Oh, and Tan, while you was asleep, I finally found my sixth t- team member. I've now completed my team on BDSP of what I wanted. So, because I always left the sixth slot open for mm-hmm. just random Pokemon to evolve until I got... Because the last Pokemon I wanted, you need to get when you've got strength. Do you know what that Pokemon is? Is this like the trivia thing? It's not really a trivia, but it's more of a it's more of a question. It's a dragon type. A dragon type? Yeah. Uh, Gyarados. Gyarados. No. A dragon type. Shut up. Gyarados is water and flying, but Oh, that's it, yeah. And its mega form is okay, water sh- and dark. Shut up. How dare you? Shut up. Just shut up, shut up. Just, just... Can I have a clue? Yeah. <coughs> looks coughing. Like, no, <laughs> coughing. It looks, it looks like a shark. Looks like a shark? 
Yeah. Well, the small version looks like a shark. They all look like sharks. We had a community day for it too. How long ago? This year. Looks like a shark. A Gen 4 Pokemon. A gibble. Dra- gibble. I caught a gibble. He's now on my team. It doesn't look like it. Raya. Raya, the female dragon. It does. It's a shark. It's a sand shark Raya Pokemon. from the Disney film. I didn't, I didn't even make that connection, but I suppose that works. But Raya wasn't the dragon, but yeah, Raya and the last group, yeah. They are dragons. Right? Raya was also a dragon. She was oh, the was last she? one. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I'll be honest with you guys, like, from, from my moment now, I'm having a lot of fun. But let's start from what I said to T. So, I said to T, while I wait for you to finish work and come over here, I'll be shiny hunting on Route 2 to allow you to catch up to me. <laughs> but... Um, I wasn't fancying hunting for a fucking shiny at 1,496 odds. So after three hours of just training on Route 2, um, I decided just to carry on with the game and um, just play it. One of the things I'm having a lot of fun with right now, though, is the underground. Should we talk the underground? Yes, yeah, I was just watching somebody. Um, looks like a Fortnite character. The, the drawing of Fortnite character in the snow. Sorry. Oh, one PDSP. Yeah. That's hilarious. Oh no, it's um Among Us. It's the Among Us little aliens. Oh, uh, it looks like the Fortnite one. Sorry, carry on. You can have a lot of Among Us fans be stuff. So, my favourite feature so far in the game is the underground. The underground is a lot of fun. Um, this podcast will get shut down for copyright, you fucking clown. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, sh- should we talk some fucking Pokemon? Yeah, carry on. Um, one of my favourite things about this game is the underground. Um, I'm having so much fun in that place. Um, I've tried it out. I wanted to see how good it is. And to be honest, I thought this would probably be my favourite thing. Because I just love stuff like this. But so the underground, for those that don't know, um, you go, you you have the explorer you go kit. Up, up. You go up. Yeah. You don't go under. Yeah, you go don't. Up. Yeah, you go to the sky. You fucking die. Um, no, you go underground, and there's a huge just labyrinth of a map, and there's question marks. These question marks are caverns, and all the caverns will have different types of caverns, like a cave. Can we just say that they have question marks, but then there's um, some that have a bigger question mark, which is yeah. more of a... Yeah, so you've got rooms with question marks. You've got small ones and fairly big ones. The big ones are quite scarce. You rarely see big ones, but there are some. And in there, there will be set Pokemon. So it could be a marsh biome. I'm calling it biomes because that's the best way to explain where you find Pokemon linked to like you know the marshes. Um, you've got... A fire... Yeah, you've got a fire biome and where no fire Pokemon are in there because Gen 4 is really fucking bad for fire types. I got a Magby, but then I tried to get you one, but I couldn't get another one. Yeah, Magby's not in my game, so that's like... That's like one fire type I won't be getting, which is really fucking unfortunate. But um, the biomes are pretty sick. There's electric. There's a really cool psychic one with crystals, um, like the Dazzling Cave or something. That's a really cool... I also love the fact that you can dig treasure with your friends. And that's not in the question mark. You see little, I think they're like yeah. orangey yellow So be, be, between the question marks, you've got your little paths in the underground. Um, and you can just dig into the walls. The only annoying thing about that is you have to guess where it is. You've got orange dots on the radar. And, but sometimes it's not actually... Yeah, sometimes it bugs out and you, you whatever you click doesn't seem to work, which is annoying. But... Um, yeah, the treasures are pretty cool. I've been digging for a lot of treasure. I, Tanya, actually, got, you got a fossil, didn't you? I did get a fossil. You need to take that to Orbra City to um, be turned into a shielder. But um, I have not yet got a fossil. And you can see other people's um, bases as well, which yeah. is pretty dope. Um, I think we went in. I went into about two bases yesterday. Two bases? Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, the bases are pretty cool. So with the bases in the underground, you have statues from digging up treasure. You can find statues. And if you put the statues in the base, it will increase the likelihood of that type of Pokemon spawning. You have like a little orb in your base, have a colour, 
and whatever colour the orb is, it'll tell you the type of Pokemon that it attracts and you can choose to turn it on or off and give you a chance of that Pokemon spawning in the caverns. But um, a little a little tip for you guys out there. I personally wouldn't bother with the underground until you passed Gym 3. Uh, I'm sorry, no, Gym 4 in Pastoria. Once you've beat Crash Awake, then go to the underground. Because once you beat Crash Awake, I could be wrong, but I think this is the case. It's either Gym 3 or 4. You have access to Quick Balls. And... If I was you guys, I'd buy about 50 quick balls. In Amity Square in Half Home, you can find the amulet coin. I think it's fourth gym because I, I went and did... You told me to go and do fourth gym because I said I can't come down unless I've got quick balls and you want, you need to go and do fourth gym. Yeah. So, again, it's, it's either three or four. I think it's but four. Then I, but then again, I didn't go to the shop after the third gym, so it could have been third, but I'm going with fourth because that's when yeah, I yes. got... Either or, either or. But, still, but get Pokeballs, get Quick Balls, because that's your best chance. Go, like, mine went down quick. Well, excuse the point. Mine went down quick. No, as in, like, they didn't always stop in the Quick Balls. Like, I got some... You mean the I success got more, rate wasn't always that great? I got more success using Dusk Balls. Uh, dusk, yeah, dusk, so you want to get, in my opinion, the three Pokeballs you want. You want Quick Balls, Dusk Balls, and Timer Balls. Obviously, as soon as the battle starts and the wild Pokemon just throw a quick ball, chances are you will catch it. If not, weaken it, dusk ball. If for whatever reason they're jumping out of them, if the battle drags on, use your timer ball as per usual. That would be my advice. I've caught so many dope Pokemon. So Munchlax, what was an extremely rare Pokemon in the original games, can be found... With, I don't, have you found a Munchlax yourself? No. No, I found loads of Munchlax in the underground. So, Munchlax is there. Have a check out for that. Have we found Absol? Um, our friend... I haven't found an Absol yet. Me and Luke found an Absol. Our friend Mavers also found a shiny Pokemon in the underground. <laughs> and it was a shiny Rhyhorn. And what's funny about that is, in um, in Pokemon Sword and Shield, he found a full odd shiny Rhydon. Or shiny Rhyhorn. That kid's crazy. I'm sure he was the first one in Pokemon Go. I know this is BDSB segment, but... I'm sure in Pokemon Go he was the first one to catch a shiny. Yeah, he was. He, he's, he's got crazy. a shiny magic harp. Yeah, he's and got. He wasn't even looking for it. Yeah, he's got nut tods. He has got nut tods. But um, we just need Luke as a lucky charm, a shiny charm. Just make a bracelet. Hanging it. round our neck with his face. Yeah, <laughs> just mad. Um, so yeah, the, the underground's a lot of fun. To be fair, again, you can fill up your Pokedex really quickly down there. That's what I suggest. There's also like um, a thing like. Catch 40 diglets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, obviously, I'm going to go into the shiny hunts oh, okay. in a sec, so don't worry. Um, yeah, that, that's a good thing. We'll I like that the Poketch as well. Do you like the Poketch? I actually do like the Poketch. I thought you said it was a nine. When I didn't understand what, what to do, but now I've started to get more like um, apps for the Poketch. I do like it. Yeah, and we'll definitely... You know what? We'll, we might as well go into shiny hunting now. I saw you doing something, and I was like, what the heck is he doing? But I haven't gone on to that bit. The dowsing machine. Yeah. You've got Is that, that a cro- Yeah, but I'd, I'd, I'm not that clever. No, you just tap the R button. So the dowsing machine, and you tap on the screen, and if it carries on ringing with circles, that means there's a hidden item in that direction. Oh, okay. And it'll tell you the exact steps and place where... The dowsing machine's been better in other games, truthfully. Um, it's a bit finicky on this game, but there's loads of different places you can find loads of hidden items. But I want to talk shiny chances for those shiny hunters out there, right? So... Shiny Hunters in BDSP, you've got a 1 in 4,096 chance to find a Shiny. Um, you can get the Shiny Charm once you complete the National Decks. However, the Shiny Charm only affects eggs. It doesn't affect anything else in the game. So, if you don't like the Masuda Method, and by eggs I mean the Masuda Method where you put two Pokemon in the daycare from different countries and they breed. That's the Masuda method. Without the charm, you've got a 1 in 600 chance, which is quite high anyway, actually. So you don't even really need the charm. Like yeah, 1 in 600 without the charm for I Masuda. Other games where it's, uh, like a... it's like 670 without the charm. But with the charm, it's 590. So like 100 different. Yeah, or f- five, it's 500 or something. So you get, you get a hundred. It is, it is better to have the charm, but. 
that's the only thing that the charm affects in this game. Now, in the underground, as T did just say, when you're running through the little caverns and you're, you, you know, you're running up and down the aisles, you can find diglets and dog trios. And you have a little bar under the map of 40. So if you find a diglet, you get one. If you find a dog trio, you get three. You can find as many as you like. Once you find 40, a little message pops up saying something good might happen. And then some little music plays. What that is, you have four minutes to have an extra chance at finding a shiny Pokemon. So if you do get 40 diglets, I'll take advantage and have a look in the caverns. Get the last 40 when I'm near a question mark. I think the first time... Yeah, to that- capitalise. Yeah, the first time I did it, I wasn't even by a question mark. So, like, I wasted the four minutes just trying to find where to go. By but the then time. I, but then I clicked on what to do, and then I was like, well, I'm not looking till for the, I'm not running into the one last diglet until I'm by a question mark. I, so yeah. I can run into the cavern. And... Apparently, as well, there's already a higher shiny chance in the underground as it is. I don't know Which about that specifically. Through Luke, because he did. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Um, uh, where is right? What's this here? Let's have a look. Oh, that's for the Poke Radar. To be fair, but, you were like, "Yo, well done, bro!" And then like, when he said that he got the shiny, and then I was like, in my head, I was like, "Bastard!" I wanted to get a shiny. Then you come off. Then he went off, and then you were like, "I can't believe I got a fucking shiny." I was like, "Yep, that's the response I was waiting for." Well, of course, but it's, no, it's you're proud, you're happy for them, but you're still gutted. But you're like, you're a dickhead. That, no, 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 that's a shiny hunter's thing. When someone gets a shiny, ah, oh, nice one, man, well done. And you're like, fuck, I wish that was me. You know what I mean? So, but um, yeah, so one in 4,096 chance. And again, you've, if you get the charm, you can get really good egg odds for the Masuda method. Can we just say, though, considering that Flobberdosh is one of the ones who, like, I mean, I think Luke's played the games as well, hasn't he? Yeah. Um... But what made me laugh was, you was there like through the game saying, oh, well, you already know this map, I know what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. And then you were doing something and Luke was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to yeah. fly there. No, so what happened was... What? No, no, don't lie. And then you were like... I can tell the story, you're just mumbling it. No, I'm not mumbling. You're going, he was playing the game and then he went, well, I'll fly somewhere. <laughs> yeah, Luke went that he'd fly somewhere and you was like, bro, you can fly. No, I never said that at all. Like, you're twisting my words. Fuck you. So, Mav said, uh, do you want me to fly over to Jubilife? Because we was going to go in the underground. And I said, oh, have you got fly already? And he said, yeah. I assumed you needed to get about the fifth gym to get fly. That's what I thought you did. Turns out you didn't. You just get fly in Valestone City in the warehouse. I just completely forgot it. So, I went and got it. And Luke didn't have it. He also forgot it. So he knew he knew it was in there. He just completely forgot to pick the fucking item up. So um, yeah. So don't. Mi- so it's not like um, certain you can get it. You can miss it. So if you are going to, I don't know if I want through. to surf before I go back in the underground. Why? Because like there's certain areas you can't access until you go to different areas of the map. Because there was bar boat in the water and I couldn't get it. So you don't want? To, oh, you want? You mean you want to wait till you get surfed before you go back down? Yeah. There? Yeah, 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 yeah. They, like the caverns are pretty cool. To be fair, there's like an item. I think in most of the caverns, you can find Pokemon on the water. Um, you can run it in and out of the caverns to reset the spawn. So there's a Pokemon in there that you don't like. Just run in and out, see what else spawns. I wonder if that'd work for the same. I mean, I'm not saying it would. Shinies. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So all of the Pokemon in that cavern have got set. That I've already been dis- as soon as you walk in the cavern, the question mark. As soon as you walk in the biome, um, it will be determined whether they're shiny or not. So you just run into them, check if they're not. You run back out, run back in. That's that if. Let's go, like similar to let's go. That no. What no. game was that when you, when we kept running out? Uh, no, that is let's go. But the only reason we did that is because more Pokemon pop up quicker. You don't have to wait for yeah. them to pop in and out. You can just run in and out, and they all spawn. So, similar, but the difference is in this game, you can't see shinies in the overworld. You have to check the Pokemon to see if it's a shiny, which, in my opinion, is a bit shit. I was wondering that, because when they were all um, wandering around, I thought, I wonder if I'd just see it sparkle, but... Apparently not. 
Apparently not. But yeah, man. Um, also, the other shiny method, um, which me, T, and Mavs, and some other people I know have not got to yet, is the shiny, is the shiny radar, the pokey radar. Now, this is new grounds for T, because you've never used the pokey radar in any game. Um, I've never used. You were u- explaining it to Luke, and it sounded complicated, and I was like, oh. No, I've never used it successfully, but for it's a good job. I'm going to explain it now to people. So, when you finish the game. You beat the 8th gym and you beat the Elite Four and become the champion. Um, if you've seen all of the Pokemon in the Sinnoh decks, which is 150, you don't have to catch them all. As long as you've seen them all, you will get given a Poke Radar. Now, what works is you need to find a patch of grass. It only works in grass. doesn't work anywhere else. Now, my advice would be, first of all, you want to get as many Repels as you can so you don't run into wild Pokemon. Grab as many Repels as you can. And register the Poke Radar as your key item. Unregister everything else so you don't mess it up. Just register the Poke Radar and have that as the only registered <clears throat> item. Now, get rid of your registered bike. Get rid of. Yeah, so take off your bike, your, your Versicker, or whatever else you're using, your underground, and just use the radar. So you find a big patch of gra- a grass, right? And then you activate the radar. There'll be four shakes. You want to go to the one that's furthest away from you. The grass will shake. And you'll want to go for the one that is furthest away. It needs to be four tiles or more away. About that. By distance, you just count the squares of the grass. But it needs to be the furthest one away. You run into that Pokemon. If that's the Pokemon you want to hunt, then you need to, you've got you got two methods. You can either KO it or you can catch it. Now, if you catch it, the chance of the chain continuing is is 10% higher than it would be if you would kill it. Okay. So if you catch the Pokemon, you've got a 93% chance of the chain continuing. If you KO the Pokemon, it's like 87. So they're both high, but catch it just in case. So stock up on gra- stock up on quick balls too, so you can catch the Pokemon. Once you catch the Pokemon, the grass will start shaking again. And again, you just want to go to the one that's furthest away from you. Um... There's normally four patches of grass shake, shaking at once. If there's, if there's less than that, I would either go to a different area or just reset the radar. By reset the radar, just run left and right until you've done enough steps and activate the radar again. It will not break a chain. It will just activate new grass. And then again, you just go to the furthest one away. You run into that Pokemon. If it's, let's say it's Wurmple, right? And then if it, you go to the furthest one away, if it's Wurmple again... That means your chain's continuing. Now, in the old games, there wasn't much you could do to count this chain other than doing it yourself. However, in BDSP, and I give the developers um, a huge amount of credit for this, in Romanus Park, um, by the way, it's a little spoiler warning for people, so you might want to... Spoiler spoiler warning in three, two, one. Um, are you covering your ears? I was trying to because... <laughs> no, I'm not going to go into in-depth, oh, okay. but... In Romanus Park, after after you finish the game, you can get a Poketch app off Professor Oak, and this Poketch app will is it, it goes with the Poke Radar, and it will tell you what your current streak is, so you don't have to keep count. The Poke the Poketch does it for you. Now, oh, so when before you'd go on your phone to try and work out count it. Yeah. yeah, this this app does it for you on the watch. Now, every ten every ten um chain you have a chance of finding a Pokemon with a hidden ability. Um, apparently, the grass shakes a lot more viciously. That means that Pokemon's got a hidden ability. Be careful, though. If that grass isn't the furthest one away, you still have a chance of breaking your streak. So if I was you, I wouldn't really bother with hidden abilities yet. I'd just go for the Shiner. Now, the cool thing about this method is you don't have to keep... So once you have a chain of 40, you don't have to keep running into the grass and encountering the Pokemon. All you have to do is keep running left and right and resetting the chain. I mean, not resetting the chain, resetting the grass every time. Because eventually, you'll get grass that sparkles. When that grass sparkles, that's a shiny Pokemon. Um, There is a video, obviously, before T goes, I'm going to show her that video specifically so she can see it. AJ's done a good video. Um, As much as the shit I give him, the video he did was actually really good for it. So definitely check that out. Um, but that's the gist of it, really. Now, the problem with this method is there is a seven, there is a five percent chance that you could just fuck up. I'm you, scared that I'm just going to fuck up. You could do everything right, 
but you've got that 5% chance for whatever reason that the chain's going to break. There's nothing you can do about it. It's just a thing in the game. But with how easy it is in the old games, the grass the grass shook and then you had to remember where it was. On this game, the grass continues to shake so you can see it. So you don't run into a piece of grass on accident. you got to make sure you got repels on because if you run into a wild Pokemon, it'll break your chain. If you leave the route, it'll break your chain. If you activate your bike, it'll break the chain. If, that's why it's best to... Yeah, that's why it's best. If you Now, um, there's been people... So your shiny odds increase quite high. So I think I've got it here specifically. So, uh, Pokeradar BDSP. Use Max Repel. Go for tiles four away. Ignore what they look like. Catch everything for the highest continue rate. Once your chain is high enough, use Pokeradar again until shiny patch appears. And pray you don't get the 7% chain break. So wait, you know, if you run into the grass, that's of the fourth. The furthest fir one away, yeah. The furthest one away, and you catch that Pokemon. Yeah. And then it shakes again. Yeah. Would you run into the same patch and catch that Pokemon again? You just go to the one that's furthest away from yeah, you. Yeah, the furthest one away. Would you catch that one again yeah. or would you run away from it? So if you, you have to keep catching it. If you run away, you break the chain. So you have to keep catching it. The only thing that doesn't break the chain is KO and catching it. If you KO it, you have a higher chance of breaking the chain. Okay. It's still a high success rate, but your best rate is catching it. So the, so the long story cut short is run to the furthest grass away, catch that Pokemon. And keep doing it until keep you Keep running the to the furthest patch away. But as it gets higher, your shiny chances get higher. Okay. So most people have been getting them on 38, 37, 30s. And the best thing about it is you'll know when you found a shiny because one of the grass is just one of the grass is a shiny patch. And here's the thing that's pretty cool as well. If you find a patch of shiny grass and you catch the shiny, your chain doesn't break. If you wanted to, you could go. You could let's say you wanted. Um, let's say you want you was doing shiny shinks, right? You could keep going till you catch all three. So you could catch a shiny shinks, but carry on the pokey radar chain and catch another, then another, another shink, another three if you wanted to. You, you can keep it going and try okay. and get more shiny. So it's the it's it's a one in ninety nine chance of finding a shiny patch, but there's four patches that pop up at once, so it's a one in fifty, right? So it's like um. It's a it's a bit weird how it how it works to be fair, but people are saying it's a one in ninety nine so chance. Complete the gym. You have to complete the game. The game and have that one hundred and fifty, hundred and fifty something Pokemon seen in the Pokedex, and then go and get the app from Professor Oak just to make it easier for yourself. See, whilst I want the Poke Radar, because I've not played the game. Hearing about it makes you want it quicker, but it's not worth rushing the game. Mm -hmm. My only thing is, not a lot of people are going to get used out of this method because Legends Arceus comes out in eight weeks. So um, it's not like we've got a whole year to use this method. Um, so for those people that have completed the game, definitely use Poker Radar. For my, in my opinion, it's probably the best way to shiny hunt. The Diggly in the underground is pretty cool, but the only problem with that is you have four minutes and it's only one roll. It's not really worth it, to be honest, to use that as an actual method. I think for me, though, it's <coughs> um Legends Arceus comes out in eight weeks' time, and that'll be the main big game. I think I would still go back to um, Shining Pearl to do shiny hunting. Yeah. Um, and switch between the two games because obviously for me it's not a game that I've played before. So for everyone else who's played the um, Diamond and Pearl, it's just a little break thing. Just, the new just something. Yeah. No, it's just something until the Legends Arceus comes out. Yeah. So, if you've played it before, most people will try to complete the game and get it done and get as many shinies as they can. For me, I've not played it before, so I want to take my time, but then I'm realising that I haven't got time to waste to complete the game because, obviously, Legends Arceus and everyone will be playing that. So... Yeah. I'm in two minds of what to do, whether to try and complete the you feel, game. You feel spoiled. You feel like, oh my God, there's a new Pokemon game coming up very soon. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. for me, it's like not a piss take because everyone wants that Legends Arceus games, but... Well, as, as you've just said, you can come back to it. 
it's not like once Legends Artisan comes out, your Shining Pearl's going to explode. You know what I mean? Like, mm. you can always come back and play. My only thing is, once Legends Arches comes out, I'm not touching it. I don't need to. Yeah. Because Legends Arches looks like a huge fucking game. But the chances are, because of how good the shiny radar is, I may think, oh, I do want a shiny. I'm just going to go back to BDSP and do that method. Um, there's a lot of replayability. There's a lot of replayability. Talking shiny odds too. Um, the starters can be shiny hunted. It, again, it's it's like a one and a half minute cutscene that you have to go through every time. In my opinion, not worth it. If you want the shiny starters um, and you just want the shiny, you don't want to do a playthrough of a shiny. Uh, Masuda method, the shinies, it's the easiest way to get them. To be honest, there's no other way really, other than soft resetting at the start and that's not worth it. Um, you can shiny hunt Dialga and Palkia too. Um, however, if you want to do this, do not catch them in the story. I mean, you could shiny hunt them then, but that makes it so you can't continue on with your game until you've fucking caught the shiny. But what you want to do, in my opinion, is defeat Dialga or Palkia in the story, do not catch them, and then shiny hunt them post-game. Because once you've... Because you don't need to catch them to get Poke Radar or get anything like that. You just need to see them, which you do in the story. So defeat Dialga and Palkia... And then once you finish the game, you can go back to Spear Pillar and face them again. But this time, you can actually shiny hunt. So take your time. Um, you don't necessarily have to shiny hunt in the story. Just uh, wait until, you know, post-game. You're not in a rush to get them, right? Unless you want to use them for the fucking Elite Four or whatever. Then that's entirely up to you. Um, I just thought, am I, half, am I halfway to complete in the gyms? Well, Is it eight gyms? Yeah. Yeah, so halfway. Yeah, just halfway. Um, I know to, really to get to the second gym from first gym, it's a bit long. No, when I did the first gym, I was like in the fifth area, weren't I? I was like trying to get into the gym. And I was like, guys, I can't get in the gym. And you were like, yeah, because that's not the gym you want. And I was like, well, where's the second gym? No, that no, third gym. Third gym, sorry. And the third gym was a mission to get to. To get to, to get to Veilstone from Harfoam, because you need to go to Salacian Town. Yeah. And there's a route to get to Salacian Town, then there's a route to get to Veilstone, so it's two routes in a city. Um, oh, another thing I want to mention about the game that I'm really enjoying is contests. I mean, I don't think but you... I haven't actually Yeah, you or Mavs haven't bothered with contests. I've had a lot of fun. I really want to decorate a ball, though. Yeah, that's pretty dope. In fact, I have got two... Um, uh, contest master ribbons on Bidoof. He's got a cool and a cute ribbon, respectively. So I've entered him in the cool master rank and the cute master rank, and I've achieved both. Um, it's actually a really fun mini game, in my opinion, much better from the original games. I really enjoy contest this time round. Uh, making puffins is cool too. Oh, and here's a tip: don't do what I did. So puffins, for those that don't know. This is how you increase your um, visual grade on the contest. So your Pokemon have three grades. as a visual grade, a dance grade, and I think a rhythm grade, I believe. Something like that, right? No, you're looking at me. I haven't done it. But the, the visual is based on its sheen. And by sheen, what you want to do is, when you get to make puffins... You can make puffins with certain berries. Certain berries have different flavours. You can check the berries in the berry bag, see what flavours they are. Some are spicy, some are mild, and they make different ingredients. So, for example, spicy will make cool puffins. And it also tells you in your Pokemon's um, inventory, the summary, what types of food your Pokemon like. So, for example, my Bidoof likes spicy food, so it was a no-brainer to make it a cool contest contendent right so to do that you want to choose berries that coincide with that flavor maybe write them down or something or, yeah. or get a guide and do not use the same berry when making puffins mix it up so for example you can't use four raspberries because it'll make it a foul puffin you want to use multiple ingredients maybe use four different ingredients if you want just a spicy puffin but it has to be four or just maybe just use one berry or something. Don't use two of the same berry in any puffin because it will turn your puffin to a foul puffin. You can still use it and feed it to your Pokemon, but it won't have the effect that a proper pristine puffin will, right? So when making these cakes, these puffins, um, 
Use different berries. Don't use the same berry over and over. So you can use up to four berries to make a higher level puffin. Um, and don't use the same berry at all. Just use, so for example, use an orange, a chesto, a citrus, a, a raspberry, right? Just use different berries. Don't ever use the same one. And you'll get some, sorry, you'll get some cool uh, rewards. And remember to plant your berries too. And remember to pick your berries. Remember to pick your berries. Tan went two days without even realising you can pick berries in the game. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. You know, I was more peed uh, off that I lathered a tree with a jar of honey. And then... Forgot. Oh, no, because you couldn't go back to Quadrat at all. It was in that... Is it Floroma? Floroma City, yeah. Yeah, and then I... For, no, I went to carry on because it said, oh, you have to give it time. But by the time I went back to it, there was nothing there? Yeah, it's only it's like a six hour timer to be fair. Oh, okay. But um yeah. Uh, with with the honey trees though, in my opinion, everything you can get from them you can get in the underground, so in my opinion it's not even worth Yeah, may, maybe it's worth it for some people, but some of the rarest Pokemon you can find there you can actually find underground. The only Pokemon I have not seen underground is Heracross. But yeah, so with the whole um contest and puffing thing just um, pick what Pokemon you want in which category. Check the summary. Check what they like to do. And uh, have fun with it, man. There's some guides online too. Um, for walking Pokemon, this isn't always apparent. A lot of people actually don't realise how to do this. But you can go to Amity Square in Half Home. Take your Pokemon for a walk. It has to be a cute Pokemon. I think your starter, I believe. It mine makes you walk. Yeah, mine was my starter too. Uh, you walk around Amity Square, um, which is where you can also find... Uh, the, I think it's a, there's a few plates for Arceus and there's the um, amulet kind. When you leave the Amity Square, your Pokemon will want to follow you outside of the ball, um, just outside of the square itself. And that's when you can pick any Pokemon um, to follow you. Uh, Pokemon that follow you get a really high boost in friendship. So if, you, if there's any Pokemon that you need to evolve with friendship, have them following you. Um, that's another tip. Um, and put the amulet coin on as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put, yeah, put the amulet coin on. Um, there's a route south of Harfone, just after Pastoria City, where two rich um, trainers are. If you have the Verse Seeker and you've got the amulet coin, you can just keep rematching these trainers and get a fuck ton of money. It's crazy. Uh, excuse me to stock up on the different items. I'm trying to think if I forgot anything worth at the moment. Like I've said, um. The podcast isn't ended just yet. We will be back on another segment where you're going to play a bit tonight and what you're going to come on for a bit or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, so... Because um, T's going to be heading home because she spent a weekend with me because she's amazing and I love her. And oh, I love you too. You're, you're the queen. You're the <laughs> queen, baby. Um, She's going to check more of that. I still need to get Wansy's opinion because she hasn't messaged me yet. Um, But overall, what would you say so far? And also, I like the graphics. I was saying that to you oh, yesterday. Yeah, the graphics are amazing, man. Um, uh, in my opinion, the graphics are, are really good in battles as well. Yeah, like more battles, so, more yeah. so in battles than the overworld. Like when you're battling, you can see like the cliffs and the stars and the sunset, and depending on what time of day it is as well. Yeah, I love that the uh, it affects the time of day. Like I love that. Like, I just like it. Like I feel like for some reason I don't know why. Um, I feel like I am taking my time more than I have with when I had um, shield. No, it took you a week to complete shield. Yeah, but I don't know why it took me a week. But no, what I'm trying to say is I'm reading it more. So even though I might seem to be flying through it, I'm paying more attention and trying to do things myself. With shield, I was continuously asking you. Yeah, what to do. Actually, I think with Shield, I was all right. I didn't ask you as much. No, you've asked me more with this. You have asked me more with... But I understand because these games are a little bit more challenging, in my opinion, than Shield. No, I feel like I asked you with this, like for the Jigsaw and where where to go because... I was the puzzle thinking... for for Jim Free is what she means. Yeah. Jigsaw. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Which, by the way, start from the right side. It's the easiest way to do that puzzle. I think that's the only thing I've actually really asked you. Um, yeah, and there's been a few routes as well where you're like, but I can't go past there. And I'm like, give me your fucking switch. And it turns out you can, but you've just not looked because you're impatient. So mm. that's a thing. Um, warning to players too. Um, turn off your fucking autosave. Turn off your autosave, guys, because 
according to a driver some people on twitter auto save is locking soft locking people what that means is it saves you in a position where you can't do anything in the game making your save file pretty much corrupt and ruining countless hours you've played the game so go to your settings you want to open a menu with x go over to your settings and um turn off auto save this is also the settings where you can change your music settings, change your text speed, t change the text box. Um, definitely check that out too. But yeah, turn off your autosave because apparently there's a glitch going around where it's just fucking up people's save files. And just for safety of uh, sanity, yeah, you don't want to corrupt your save file, man. Um, but like I've said, once I complete the game, I can give it a full review. On one of the episodes, I will be going majorly in depth. To be honest, I'd expect the full review. On me and T's next episode next week. Because then it should hopefully give us a chance to... We're still doing the tonight thing. Yeah, yeah, we are. I'm just saying, um, come next week, we'll have played the game for a week. Hopefully, I mean, you possibly before me will be shiny hunting and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Definitely, yeah. Um, so you can talk about that as well. So this was just more of a... First on, hands on. First opinion and... Hands on, what do we think, what not. Yeah, yeah. Like, and what we know so far because... Yeah. Was it... You were saying that um, Wonder Trade and stuff's not actually... Yeah, so um, there's some things in the game right now that are not active. So you can play with one person in the Union room so far, um, which is kind of annoying because you have to put a code in like Sword and Shield. Um, you can add people to groups, but the most annoying fucking thing about that is people, the, like... the person needs to be... So the thing with groups... I'll quickly go over in Jubilife City you can speak to a dude and you can create a group or you can join a group now to join a group you need to meet someone locally in the union room so locally not on the internet it needs to be within distance apparently meet them that way and then mix records once you've mixed records in a union room you can if they've got a team you can join it or they can join your team by speaking to the uh the dude in Jubilife City, but you have to have made the team before you met each other just so the the record mixing is active. To me, it's a bit of a fucking stupid process, to be honest. Me and T will be doing that before she heads off just so we can mix records together. But right now, the online procedure's quite bad. A lot of stuff needs to be patched in. Uh, same thing with the uh, Wonder Trade Station too, the, the Global Wonder Trade Centre, whatever it's called. Um, that isn't active yet. You can't go in it. They need to patch that in the game. So there's a few things. I don't even think that'll be done by next week, to be honest. So don't expect that. If it does, I'll talk about it. But um, next week, we'll be able to give a full, full review of the game. Like I'll give you a score where we rate the music, the story, the, the post-game. Because again, there's a lot of things I haven't seen yet. Um, and I want to experience it all first before I jump into too deep into the rating um obviously me and t will be back well i say we'll be back it'll be like one second for you guys listening um <laughs> tonight just to talk about whatever um and yeah obviously i'll get onesies opinions tonight as well he won't be on the podcast but i'll ask him to send me over some uh some hands-on impressions so we can talk about that and uh just talk a bit further once you've got a bit further right and uh, yeah, so we will. Anything else you want to add before? Uh, not just BDSP, just to add a little bit in there. Um, one, don't forget Shinx Community Day. I mean, it'll probably be over by the time yeah. this uploads. But I'm aiming to get about five at least. I don't know why I want five. I just want more than what I got before for the Chimchar. Um, and funnily enough, Pokemon Unite has been nominated for Best Mobile Game of 2021. Um, I, don't know, five, it it. I don't know how they're going to fare with that. I mean, they're asking people to vote for them. but So, yeah, we'll... Um, I'm not voting for them. I think they deserve it, to be honest. A bit of a mad opinion. I like Pokemon Unite. I just think it needs work. Um, and I have not played Season 2 yet. I probably need to, but BDSP is out, so fuck that. That can work. I'm glad I never wasted money to get the Battle Pass, because... Yeah, yeah, same, same. I've not got this one this year. But, um... This year. This year, this this month, this season. Well, it feels like a fucking year since it come out. Um, but yeah, man, me and T will be back tonight, if we will. You know, just to talk whatever. Just, uh, yep. See how far we've got. Yep, see how far we've both got and talk about how we're feeling about this part of the game. Um, your opinions on the fifth gym and whatnot. And, you know, there, there's a lot of story stuff about to happen for you too. So definitely look out for that because it gets better. At this point, there's not really been much story, but 
after like June 5, there's a lot of story. So uh, definitely look into that. And yeah, man, we'll get uh, more of T's opinions for that part. Anything else you want to say before we go on to the segment, which is later? That's just that. All right, well, I will see Mrs. T later on. And she, it will be an online course of audio. It might be a bit lacking, but uh, we'll see. All right, peace out. Peace. Yo, what's going on, guys? So, um, I am back. It's just me now. So, the part that you've just watched was recorded yesterday um, with me and T. Uh, T's come back home yesterday, and we was meant to jump on a recording, but right now she's just focused on completing the game. As of speaking right now, I now have completed the game. I'm now in the post game. Um, I've got the Poke Radar, and I have found a shiny Bidoof. I found four, in fact. Um, but I will be talking more about shiny hunting in the upcoming episodes of the trainer launch i want to announce now that on friday i will be doing a full review of the whole game of um pokemon bdsp it will probably be a solo episode with just me but it's going to be a special episode man we're going to talk about what i liked about the game what i didn't like the pros the cons we're going to go into everything but obviously with this being the hands-on experience i just want to touch on more um before i wrap this up of what i really enjoyed about the game now that i have finished it so first of all, <laughs> I want to apologise to Ilka and the Pokemon Company and Game Freak and whatever for the whole challenge aspect, assuming this game wouldn't be a challenge. I'm happy to say that the game is in fact a challenge. At least uh, the league's a challenge, right? Um, up until the league, it's not really that challenging. There, there's a few moments here and there that I had a tiny struggle. Um, but overall, the game's not really challenging. However, the champion fight is probably the hardest champion fight I've ever had to do in a Pokemon game. Um, so, that's great. It's great that we've actually got a hard champion this game, to be fair. Um, what else can I really touch on? The music, again, is fantastic. I mean, if you get a chance, just type in onto YouTube, Pokemon BDSP League theme, and just listen to that theme. It's absolutely beautiful. Probably my favourite theme from the game, to be honest. There's also Cynthia's theme too which I heard way too many times due to failing uh, to beat her first time round. Um, yeah, we're going to be going over everything on Friday, though, like from the entire game. Um, obviously, that'll be a very spoiler-heavy episode, most likely. I-, I won't try to go too much into the plot on Friday, but I will be talking about the mechanics, the art style, everything that's in the game, my honest opinion. Me and Wanty and T have been talking about this game since February, right? So... Eight months, pretty much, we've been talking about this game. So it's a big thing to talk about it. I I'm, I personally have put a lot of hate into BDSP. Um, some people call it hate. I prefer the word criticism because I love this series. I love Pokemon. And I think to just say it's blind hatred is ridiculous. I think I want the best product from a Pokemon game. It's something that I want my future to revolve around with the Trainer Lounge podcast and going into streaming and whatnot and... I eventually want to be like a content creator for Pokemon, more so than just the podcast. The podcast will always be here, though. This is like my baby. This is my pride and joy. So, you know, the podcast is always going to be a thing. Again, if I do start streaming, um, it's going to be the podcast that birthed everything. It was the podcast that made me want to go into streaming. And hopefully I can get the streaming up and coming before Legends Arceus come out. Obviously, I'm going to need to get a PC. The only thing I have of equipment right now is a mobile phone, which is what I'm using to make these episodes. Currently, all 33 so far, including this one. Um, well, this one's number 32. Next is 33. But this week, man, we've got four episodes. So we've got this one, obviously, that you're already listening to. We've got Wednesday's episode with me and Wanzi. We've got Friday, which is the complete review of Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. And we've got an episode on Saturday where T will be getting her opinion on the game. I'm assuming she probably would have finished it by then. Um, and yeah, so there's going to be a lot of a lot of stuff to cover this week regarding Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. So please make sure to check into every single episode that we're going to do. Um, it's going to it's going to get interesting, man. Especially as the road towards Legends Arceus is close. We've never had a gap in between Pokemon games like we have this. So it, it's just going to be interesting to see um, how things unravel, really. And of course, all of the Legends Arceus news you can get from the Trainer Lounge will be covering everything as it comes out. Again, this week, you've got four episodes, man. That's that's a lot of uh, content coming from me. So I hope you all enjoy that. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Hands-On Experience with me and T. 
Of course, we couldn't go into too much detail because at the point of recording the main part, neither of us had finished the game. I have done now, of course. Ugh, sorry, breathing. I speak too quick. Um, so before I wrap up, my overall thoughts of the game, um, as, as this isn't the review, but my overall thoughts of the game, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy my time with, with Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. Um, but I can't help this dooming feeling that it could have been better. And again, I will be definitely covering that. I'm on Friday, and I'll go more in depth on my, and I'll give it an official score, the Flubberdash score, man. Um, but yeah, you can expect that on Friday. So hopefully, look forward to that. And I think that's going to be it, really, for this episode. There's not much I can do on my own. Hopefully, my voice isn't too bad on its own. It's just it's easier to fucking bounce off someone when someone's in the room with me. Well, on the stream with me, shall I say, on the podcast. So yeah, man. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to follow us, you can follow us on Twitter at Trainer Lounge. You want to find out where me and Wanzi are, just go into the uh, the link tree below and you can find us all on there, man. And um, yeah. But I just want to say thank you all for the support. It's a surreal moment to reach this. For me, it's a huge milestone to actually do a podcast leading up from the announcements of a video game, from a Pokemon video game, to the release of that game and then covering the review and talking about it and what I liked, what I didn't. It actually means a lot to me to be able to do that. And um, I'm quite proud of myself and my team, of course, me, Onesie, TV. Um, a lot of people think Onesie's uh, the actual host of the podcast, which I've got no problem with. I'm the host, I'm Flubberdash, I've made the podcast. However, um, the content that Onesie and T bring to this podcast is... I can't replace it. It's irreplaceable. Like, as as the host, I could not do this without my two co-hosts, Onesie and T. To me, they're not even co-hosts. Like, they're as much a part of the trainer lounge as I am. But the only difference is I've done every single episode. Um, there is not an episode of the trainer lounge which I haven't featured on. I say featured. There's not a, there's not an episode where it's been anyone else but me. It's always been me with um someone else. And we've had some great episodes, including all of the guests. And I want to say that now from the bottom of my heart. Thank you to any guest that ever came on the show. Um, it means a lot to me. And a lot of them have mainly been through Wanzi, which is just ridiculously appreciated. The fact that you'd give me a chance. And um, from what I've heard, a lot of them have enjoyed it. If you're interested in ever coming on, just reach out to me on Twitter. Um, we also have a uh, and business account that you should be able to find on the link tree as well, I believe. Um, it's just train lounge, the trainer lounge at gmail.com if you want to reach me there. Yeah, man, we got a lot of things coming up. It's going to be an interesting couple of months. Pokemon season is in full blast. I've just watched the Ed Sheeran concert. That was fun. Um, that was actually pretty cool. Give that a listen if you've got Pokemon Go. And yeah, man. But like, I'm going to get off and just do sort some stuff out. Probably write up a little bit of the script. To be honest, Friday's episode is probably going to be off the top of my head. Because that's where I feel like I get my thoughts out best. But I will be writing it down in different segments. So we'll be covering the game on different segments throughout the episode. And um, yeah. But you can catch up with me and Onesie on episode 33. And me and T on episode 35. As obviously episode 34 is going to be the review. So... Once again, I'm sorry for rambling, but I just want to thank you all so, so much, man, for this show. It's been, a, it's been incredible to be the host of this podcast. We've seen amazing success, right? At least I see it as success. Do you know what I mean? You've got to learn to walk before you can run. And um, we're getting there, man. We're getting there. We're building up a little base. We're getting some people interested, and it's dope. I want as many people involved in the trainer lounge as possible, not just from listeners, but I want people involved. I want people to send in emails, send in tweets, send us topics to talk about, I want pe- I want this to be the people's podcast, I want people to feel like they're involved, even if they're too, you know, nervous or anxious to actually come on and talk, I want them to feel like they're a part of it by writing in and doing stuff like that, man, I want, I want so many people involved, it's not about me, it doesn't revolve around me, I just want this to be another place in the community that people can go to, despite all the jokes, and I know I can come across as quite dark-humoured, and whatnot, and I want to apologise, if if I, I mean, listen, I, I, I don't necessarily fucking care about offending people, but if anybody feels like a target, specifically, I do want to apologise, that's not what we do here, um, we just crack jokes, just don't wake up and choose victim, because that's not what we do, I, I don't ever have an aim to 
harass or insult anyone specifically. Like we spoke about HDV, Velisify, um, A driver. Nothing against any of them really. It, it's just um, we poke we poke fun at certain aspects in the community, but it, there's no hatred, right? I, I'm I'm very. It, it's very inspiring to see people like Ajoy, for example, succeed in the Pokemon space. And it's very inspirational to me to see people like him and um, HDV, you know, do well for themselves. And other people in the community, man, um, there's no hate from the trainer lounge. We're just we're just clowns over here. We're just clowning about and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I'm going to wrap this up before I fucking end up speaking for half an hour. Again, thank you for listening to episode 32 of the trainer lounge. Thank you as well to my fiance who's not here with me. Um, but, um, I appreciate you so much, beautiful, for everything you do for me, um, you're amazing, and I couldn't ask for a better partner, to be fair, um, like, (laughs) you're amazing to have on a podcast, even though sometimes you're not, so, uh, shout out to T, specifically, and you can see me and 1Z back on episode 33, oh, that was a rhyme, peace. Yo guys, it's Flubberdash. I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed the whole episode. Please give us some feedback on Twitter and wherever else you can find us. All details of that will be below. We hope you've enjoyed the podcast and please have a great day. Peace.